Welcome everyone uh, to this is uh, episode seven of mostly eight. no magic number seven. Yes, I said it right. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's an inside joke because he calls us almost AV many, many times. <laughs> I don't know. This is a weird thing that's happened in my head. I, I, I'm dyslexic <laughs> sometimes. I'm dyslexic. How'd that happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we are we are mostly AV. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're actually welcoming back Michelle, who has been overseas. Yeah, I was. I was gone. I miss you guys. Uh, it was good. I was in Amsterdam for a week. Uh, it was cold and rainy. Um, I didn't participate of in a, any of the the local uh, persuasions uh, till after the show was over. So that was a long dry spell. Um, <laughs> that's just a personal note, just for me to the audience. Um, but no, it was good. Uh, it's nice to be in Europe. You know, it, and and Amsterdam is a really it's almost a sister city to Houston. I know people are going to throw total BS flags, but this is a very diverse city and great food. And, right. you know, we don't have necessarily, you know, we're not sentimental the way Europeans are. But, uh, yeah, Amsterdam is a lovely city to, to go and visit. And I like being next to the water. That's great. And, uh, yeah, the people are super nice. And everybody speaks English. It's hilarious. Um, but, no, it was good. They oh, uh, That's unlike here. <laughs> I totally, I know. So, That's an inside Houston joke. And we have, I, uh, we're multilingual. But. So I, I totally messed up and I felt so stupid. So this was year two. I, I went last year, got my feet wet. I was there podcasting for the AV Life. So I was like the rookie record, uh, reporter. Um, so it didn't really matter if I messed up. You know, it's your first time out. You're going to mess up. But I show up this year and for some reason, you know, it's a Tuesday morning, I'm at my Airbnb, I'm getting dressed, and I'm thinking it's Tuesday at Infocom, not Tuesday at ISC. Mm-hmm. So normally, I would fly into Las Vegas and Orlando, Tuesday, uh, yeah, and that's just Monday, right, getting settled in. Then Tuesday, you know, we might go to the show floor, watch some booths being built, visit with some of the manufacturers, that type of thing, right, and go do other things, maybe some trainings or some, you know, pre-event... I show up and I wore a button down and jeans and it was, the show floor is already open. Everything's <laughs> built on Monday. Their show opens a day earlier. So, you were there for dress rehearsal and the oh show was God. happening. Thank God it's really cold. So I had on like my, this leather coat that y'all see me wearing now. I had on my big coat over it and you know, got a big scarf because it's freezing and it's cold and raining. But I was just like, oh. Your Rasta hat. You were ready to party. You know, but you know, the first day of a show, I'm dressing like it's prom. So there was <laughs> no. this total missed opportunity of like, wow, I I went really casual for day one of the show floor. <laughs> I don't know. I I just had a brain fart. I'm going to blame it on jet lag. Um, but it was good. I, I used uh, the Utelogy booth as my launch pad, and I was able to drop my big coat there and all that good stuff. Uh, did a bunch of interviews. I still have my voice, so that's always helpful. Um, I actually, there is a guy uh, from Rutgers University, Tim, uh, along with Corey Moss, that they called me from a Utelogy like pre-party where they had a big announcement party, and right. we did an interview from the party, which I totally thought was not going to work, right. but apparently it did because Utelogy got a new CEO, 
Was that, was that the announcement? Yeah. That nice. Was, yeah. And so I, I, we cool. just kind of did a live event thing. Um, and it was funny, though, because they were like, can you get any other people to join in? I was like, well, I'm using my earbuds on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so right. um, that might gross people out. So, no, I can't ask anyone. You know, That's it's a hilarious. big event or whatever. Right. Um, but, no, it was fun. It was interesting. Um, there's over – there's 15-plus halls. It's like a, a, a gerbil maze, right? It's a mousetrap right. of trying to find your way around. Uh, their attendance this year is 81,000. So they've like more than doubled in the last five wow, years. That's impressive. It's one of the reasons it's moving to Barcelona. Not next year, 2021, because uh, a lot of people assumed it was 2020. That was wishful thinking. I'm going to push for our... Uh Oh, participation. It, it's, I would love to go to Barcelona. It's oh, really yeah, nice. Uh, it's nice because this is a global community. The United States runs things very differently. The way our whole supply channel works. Right. So in other parts of the world, your distributor is is a technical partner. You know, they're the first line of technical defense. Uh, they're the people you call when you're trying to work through an issue on the wow. immigration side. Yeah. Damn, that's the, really different. That's yeah. amazing. They're your stocking, you know. So they 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 do stocking. They do technical support. They they do everything. They are your brand, and oftentimes, you know, you might be an AMX or a Crestron or whatever, but you're not in Australia. That's actually a partnership, and that distributor right. owns that license for that area. And that's how the entire rest of the world operates, including Canada, except the U.S. Like we are such, right. and we are the largest apparent global AV market, oh. um, which may be surpassed by China. I don't know. It just depends on what your stats you're looking at. But, <clears throat> you know, we're big and unique, but we do things so differently. Like we almost make things too complicated, right. you know, because we're, you know, 50 plus states. We all speak the same language, but somehow we're more complicated than the EU. Like, how does that even happen? Right. You know, Um so, well, they've been around for a couple of thousand years more. They yeah. may, <laughs> I did have some people. I went outside to smoke a cigarette, full disclosure. And uh, so I met some guys uh, that were definitely making fun of, of our history because they were like, oh, 350 years, American, <laughs> you know, ha ha. And I'm like, great, can I bum a cigarette? Um, and now you can make fun of me as long as you give me a cigarette. But no, it, it is funny because they do kind of laugh, but it's all in good fun. Um, lots of Americans there, strangely. So you right. run into people this year. They didn't go, what the heck are you doing here? Which they did to me last year. They're like, oh, you're here again. Like, oh, glad you're so excited <laughs> to see me. Um, but it was fun. We see a lot of familiar faces. Uh, the, I think most of the big announcements and or at least the positioning. Now, what I found really impressive Historically, people would announce stuff at Infocom. So let's go back to, say, 2010, 2011, right? They would say, oh, here's our big announcement, and Infocom was still bigger right? being its own show. Keep in mind, ISC is a joint venture. It's Cedia and Infocom, and they have rental and staging, and they have a whole digital signage pavilion. It's almost like four shows in one, right? Which is why they get 81,000 attendees. But right. at that time, there was parity. So I think Infocom was still the big show. But you might have to wait six, eight, 12 months for something to finally be shipping mm. that they were telling you right. they have this thought. It appears to me that the development cycle has compressed greatly. I'll, I would say over 50% of the people that I interviewed with various products 
actually were already shipping those products. I was like, okay. Mui impressed. That's wow. that's so I, guess, huge. I guess the big question is how many of those interviews were for uh, mostly AV? None were for mostly oh, AV. Oh, I know. Oh, that's a miss. Oh, it, it was a missed opportunity. I won't do that to <laughs> I'm, you again. I'm crushed, man. So what I take away from that, rightly or, or wrongly, is um, if you want to have an opportunity to maybe collaborate with a manufacturer on some product ideas, Infocom is probably still the source for that. But if you want to go and see something and not have to worry that it's so far out into the future that maybe you're, you're not going to really get to use it for a while, then maybe well, it's weird. the right I, place to go. I think a lot of people in the North American market, we're just very North American, right? And so we're just like, yeah, Europe, Europe. So maybe we're not even, we might be paying attention or we might not. A lot of the products that weren't shipping at ISC, I know will be shipping by Infocom, or at least that's that stretch right. goal, right? Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, maybe it doesn't impact them. What you don't know, what doesn't hurt you. But I think there's just a little bit more pioneering. They put together a really tight show. It's nice to have the mass transit, right? right? They just finished some extension of this underground train, uh, which was great because I can't do those whole trolley things. I screwed that up last year. PTSD, never again on a trolley. Don't know how to work it. Don't know how to read the maps. Don't care from the South. But the train thing was really smart. And um, I, I, I do think that there's something to be gained from looking at stuff from a global perspective. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, y'all both do global projects. You right, yeah, yeah. just do stuff in North America. So exactly. y'all have worked all over the world yourselves. Right. And it's interesting now that the processes are changing, now that the, we have more commoditization, we mm -hmm. see a lot more from the UC channel, right? Kind of ubiquitous stuff, right. lots of interoperability, already pre configured, throw down, that type thing. So I. You know, we see that coming in as a result that makes it even more global because, you know, you can get it for, I don't know, Facebook Japan, right? Yes, that product will be available in Japan, right. just like it's exactly. available in the U.S. or, you know, in the U.K. But, yeah, it, it was a good show. I, uh, I mean, nothing really put me on my heels. Well, one thing, Mimo Monitors, I stumbled across their booth, which I was meant to interview them anyway, but I only set up about half my interviews and figured I'd just kind of go for it. Figured out once I got there. All right. And I was make in. It, you make it. I know. So I was <laughs> lost in the digital signage pavilion. How do I get out of this hall? And I was like, oh, there's Mimo monitors. And I like those guys a lot. Uh, they have uh, tons of uh, you know, open frame and, and various product. And they do a lot of HTML5 enabled stuff. So it's really right. good for, for various uh, non-proprietary platforms. So... At the very end of their booth tour, they introduced me to a young man who's with one of their partners. And they're like, oh, well, this is, it was about a 10-inch plus haptic touch display. And it was funny because I met some people that, like, one guy that was with an art college out of the UK and another guy that was a museum. Right. And when I asked, like, museum guy and art guy. It, like in separate situations. So do you know what like haptic touch is? They were like, uh-huh. And I was like, why did I not know that vocabulary word? So it's a 10 plus inch diagonal screen and the content was awesome. So there's a software component, right? So you take the picture and then you decide what's going to have a feel to it. And then you outline it and then you assign 
the feel of what that looks like on a completely smooth screen. Hmm. So, so it has a tactile element. Oh, it's uh, incredible. So they had one screen and it was like, this is waves. And like you go across these lines that are various widths and you feel the difference in the widths and you're like, no Neat. way. And then the next screen, the next on the quadrant, the upper right is like grain. And you're like, that feels like it's grain. And yeah. And then huh. they uh -huh. had an ad. Uh, I was totally like, you know, I was like, I am closing National Tire and Battery account. I want commission because they, one of the ads they did showed like our new tire tread. And then you could touch the tread and you could cool. feel the tread in the tire. And then the one picture below it, uh, seated below it on the uh, touchscreen was like the bald tread and you could feel it. It was wow. bald. And then they had one for razors and half the guy's face was smooth. And you're like, yes, it, that just feels like a regular. Think about Walgreens, right? You walk in, you're like, oh, that really is ribbed for her pleasure. Oh, oh that well, is that's awesome. That's what I was like, you know where that <laughs> I know he's going, dude. Trust me, I can read your expressions. <laughs> I just beat you to it. It was, it was just, it was really mind blowing. Uh, the applications, I know, right now it's in a small form factor, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but this is something that can be. I, I see video walls all day long, right? That they're going to want to have this haptic touch, and right. it's, it's incredible. It's not shipping yet. It was something that wasn't going to be shipping until June, but yeah. It's the AV version. Though. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. That'll be the next. You know, I sounded like such frontier. a goober. I was like ooing and uh, oh my god. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I had forgotten on my Sure Mic app on my iPhone. They freak out when you go. Can you put some new porn on it? Well, no. Even well, what was interesting was they even had one page that just had the little slider buttons, like you would have as an audio guy. Well, imagine you're on just a regular touch screen. And you can you feel it. That you can feel that. That's neat, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That biometric feedback, right? You know, that tactile yeah, feedback yeah. where you're like, oh, I there's the word. I love biometric feedback. You like that? I don't even know if that's right. It is right, but it. And it's I, and I just like that word. It sounded good. Yeah. But as good as I think we've got the title of this episode. Biometric it makes people feedback. guess, right? Episode yeah. six, a biometric feedback. <laughs> there you like, go. Oh, well, I'm gonna listen in on that one. <laughs> but yeah, Mimo, Mimo Monitors uh, Definitely awesome. check it out. Yeah, that was the most wowy to me. Everything else was a lot of AV over IP. Uh, right. Yeah, it's gonna continue. Well, there's a lot of there's still a lot of active, uh, valuable, important debate. You know, you've got SDVOE. You've got the Avenue Alliance, you've got AVB, uh, you've got Dante, who now says uh, we're, we're going to yeah, do video. video. We don't have mm -hmm. it, but we're going to. Uh, I believe they do. QSC has it. Is, is, that, is yeah. that Dante's video? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, 6 that one. What? AES? Yeah, so, but it, you no, know. I think it's part of that, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm not sure. QSC does some things a little bit differently. They so do. definitely yeah. not the subject matter expert on them. Like well, the one of the things that QSC did is I think they partnered up with several, like, back from the get-go when the QSIS core uh, came out, they were mm -hmm. able to pull the, the audio streams off SVSI. They've been able to do that for years. Yeah. You know, whereas people barely starting to think about that now. Yeah. You know, like here recently, but... And from others, it's and not, from not others, just not them. just them. But right. I'm saying that, that was just because yeah. that was the, you know, that's the that's the parts that Matrox, came through and into my guys. world, you know, my orbit that I got experience with was. And have you designed things. that in any any solutions? Yeah, yeah, a lot. you have a yeah. lot. That was my go-to for the, that. Well, the SPSI thing kind of went goofy once they got bought out yeah. by Samsung. Uh huh. And at that point, you know, once once that happened, it was 
extremely hard to sell any kind of Harman products. Because uh, what just, drove that? Was it a- consistency of delivery? Uh, okay, since Your they were restructuring, chain. the supply chain okay. kind of like fell apart, uh-huh. and it's not back. It or still has it, it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm one of those people that not being very brand centric, right? Uh, it's like okay, I'll just move on to the next thing, right? What, what what fits the application, right? Exactly. You know, I so. had heard some of that feedback from from the channel. Yeah, that there was some inconsistencies, and I know that they shut down some stuff. They've reorganized. Right. They they moved some more stuff away right. from the United States. Well, uh, they, yeah, they did a kind of Korean style where they they look at the books, don't look at the logistics. Oh yeah. So they're you know, and I think that's why a lot of people lost their jobs because they're like going, oh well, well now we got fifty companies. Do we really need fifty R and D departments? No. Fire everybody but two. Yeah, that's always <laughs> you know? a mistake. And it's like, well, you just killed off the brain power of these innovative oh. companies that you've acquired. Oh. Just because on the books, it looks like that you have exactly. too many engineers. It looks like redundancy. Yeah. But yet, they, well, no. And these, they didn't look at the, the specific. Oh, they exactly. definitely had the right. creme de la creme of talent. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah. it's each right. of their brands. It looks, like, it looks like redundancy. Like, wait, why do we have so many R&D folks? Like, because each one of those specializes in a very niche Specific, right, area. application and niche Especially and since, value. Especially since their product line really stems across a lot of different uh, disciplines. So it's not like, you know, hey, we got, you know. Forever they were just audio. Right, we don't have, but, a, you know, 300 audio guys because. They're not, you know. Yeah. We, we have speaker guys. We got amplifier guys. Those two aren't the same. They're not interchangeable, you know. Well, and I, if you're just, you know, if you're a numbers guy, that's right. It, exactly. That means so nothing it, to yeah, you. Yeah. So, so, you know, the Korean bean counters, you know, from. Well, you know, I can like, say the same with some venture capital companies. Yeah, you know, and exactly. anybody and they do that's that. just looking at the numbers, not looking at the heart right. and soul, yeah. and, th- and that happens. You know, even the big, the big uh, AV integrators. You know, as soon as the, the next. Uh, yes, venture yeah. capital company buys them. They end up fucking it up, you know, we'll and making really Are stupid upper that? management. <laughs> no, just, oh no, we're no okay. we, we can curse. Can we make it NC seventeen? We need a yeah, disclaimer. Yeah, now I gotta, oh. I gotta update all of our um, yeah, all of our paperwork with we, with uh, iTunes. We, oh, we really? forgot. Uh, no, I mean that, that sounded real, didn't it? <laughs> we're, I don't know. That, that sounded good. really official. That, that sounded real. He's the consultant. See, that's the kind of crap you tell. You tell somebody on a date, not on a show. It's like, oh, we forgot our disclaimer that all of these oh, are our own opinions exactly. and not those of our employers or anyone else we know. Or, or the, the show in general. Yeah. It's really just our individual yeah. opinion. So, yeah, sue me directly for defamation. Thanks. Right. Hi, Michelle yeah, Thanks a lot, LLC. Yeah. I see that coming in our near, <laughs> very near future. That's right. The big L, the first L. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, though, because a lot of that talent – that was with Harmon when they did their reorg. I mean, they got picked up quick. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, talent is talent, right? So, right. you know, if you excel in your field. So a lot of their competitors, other quality oh, yeah. manufacturers, it's were like, frenzy. oh, yeehaw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, come come to us. Exactly. Because oh. it's not like our, our um, industry is already very incestuous or anything. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're not marrying first cousins. We're yeah. only marrying second cousins. So it's like chum cousins. in the waters when yeah. that happens. Yeah. Well, and you know, especially when someone's like, "Well, I've got a team." You're like, "Oh, gee, I don't have to build a team. I already have a <laughs> exactly. well-oiled machine. They work together. Put a new name on it. Yeah. Move on. They already like each other. Oh, great. You know, they have history. They already have you know thought processes and. Uh, well, I think probably one of the most uh, nostalgic ones would be the closing of the crown plant. Because that was yeah. the linchpin, and that was, you know, deep roots, 
you know, they were huge in that market in their, right. you know, where their headquarters was. And I think that was probably one of the more painful, you know, and, you know, even with SPSI, I mean, if you're in Huntsville, Alabama, no, you don't really want to move to LA or somewhere, you know, it, Right, because your exactly. cost of living is so low. You live in Alabama. Yeah, you know, it's exactly, like, true. Yeah. Well, it's like if anybody tries to recruit us, do you want to go to California? You're like, are you tripling my pay? <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, I would love sunny weather like, and hikes Goodbye, hike homeownership. Yay. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I had a recruiter out of California. I won't name who it is, but it's a big social media company. And they're uh, like, yeah, we want you to come to wherever they're at in, in California. Like, Great. And I'm like, and like, oh, we can, you know, our pay, you know, it's like, and I'm like, yeah, no, if you come to Texas, I'll consider it. But right now, the house I live in right now would be multi-million dollar in California. I know. So I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I can't afford that. Yeah, and I think <laughs> And it's I'm not hard. willing to do that. Yeah, it's hard to, they don't understand. Yeah, it's, agreed. It's like, you know, we've got it good. Our cost of living is nothing. We have no state income tax. Why would you go anywhere? And other exactly. things that we won't go into on the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm making a political show all of a sudden. A my, yeah, my favorite hobby is not a happy thing over there, so that ain't going to happen. So Yeah. So, <laughs> and, now, and now is our segue. Uh, so recently, uh, there was a big, uh, pa this past Sunday, there was a big talk on Twitter, on uh, the hashtag AVNAM, about security. So I'm with two guys who've, been in the industry forever, both multiple decades. Y'all have worked in consulting. You've worked in integration. You've worked at end users. You've, you've done it all. And so I'm curious, now that we do see more, because that was the big drumbeat was AV over IP. However we want to slice it right. or dice it, whatever camp, you know, whatever platforms, technologies, ideologies, iterations, et cetera. So what do y'all think about AV security? Um, and, and does it impact your job? Do you think about it? Do you absolutely. even think about it? I, mean, I do. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what I've noticed is the IT folks are starting to barely open up uh -huh. their minds. Yeah. And accepting AV because at this point, there's really kind of no, no choice in it. Uh-huh. It's, this is going to happen. Hey, you know, figure out a way to integrate. So they're, they're becoming more open-minded. Not like they were. 15, 20 years ago. I mean, I've, I've been in rooms with like, uh, you know, things almost got physical where the IT security guys are like, not on my network. Agreed. Not on my network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. some of our devices in their world looks like a switch. It looks like we're putting a, a network right. switch on yes. our network and that just immediately you're the most hated guy in the room, right? Right. You know, and actually that one of the big things with uh, I, uh, video over IP is that most of them uh, are using IGMP. Uh-huh. Snooping. Exactly. Snooping, you plug snooping. anything with IGMP on in any big, secure, commercial network, first thing it does is shuts down that port on that switch and that, that and room. And says, stop doing that. It's like, whoa, hang on. Back yeah. at, you know. Yeah, this is strange, not Stranger danger, yeah. so it shuts the port down, you know. Nice. And so... Yeah, a lot of conversations need to happen before anybody right, ever exactly. plugs in something anyway. Yeah. but So there has to be a whole lot of coordination. Uh -huh. uh, in the past, we started off by going, you know, just, um, you know, uh, just simple peer-to-peer IP-to-IP uh -huh. switching. And that worked real, that works real good still because it, it, it minimizes Absolutely. traffic. Yep. It, uh, you know, there's, there's no smart component of it that has to happen. There's in, some in, enterprises the network. that still are set up that way for AV. Sure. They still right, want exactly. to treat it like this is your own little private yeah. side right. of the and network that's not uh, connected to anything else. Have that. And what I used to, what I love doing 
and it's really just having an actual physical separate AV network, not just a VLAN, a yeah. separate AV network. I agree. Um, because now that, you know, the bandwidth and, you know, 4K and blah, 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 is starting to, the demand for it, even though the, the compressions are getting much better and demanding less of the network, mm-hmm. the mentality, so, you know, as it becomes more viable to these businesses, they're like, okay, well now, I, hey, I don't have to do just eight video streams. Like, I can actually do 64 according to the literature. Mm-hmm. So I want to use all that. Be- Why? Because I can. But then they realize, like, okay, well, do the math. The backbone of your network can't do that. Right. And you, even if it's on a separate VLAN. Um, Why introduce that traffic? Right. right. And a lot of things um, are controlled as well. So that means your control system needs to be on that network as well. Mm-hmm. So now you got to have your network, right. your control on that network, You got which does your stream. And, and a lot of this, some of the limitations come from the actual, like, video conferencing codecs they would only have a single they're starting yeah. at they're yeah. coming out models with mul- multiple necks yeah whatnot but back a little, not too far away right uh, they, it was only a singular you know especially now that the uh so you got to think of that uh, especially people that like they're trying to you know manufacture sell here use our touch panel and it's a control system it you don't need a control system now because yeah which is a friggin lie right um <laughs> And glad to explain on a, in a with an episode. awful lot of planning that could be true if well they never change model numbers of devices if you <laughs> well it's not just that is no, that there's, there's the, many reasons the codec is not a controller and <clears throat> their little touch panel is just a touch panel that talks to the codec period yeah are you talking you about know. the I know what you're talking about now the, the control yeah. the uh, touch tens touch and things ten. yeah right well <laughs> that manufacturer literally their salespeople. Go up and down, swear up and down that they can control everything yeah. that a your typical AMX or restaurant control yeah. system can do, and it can't. I've had so no. many well, conversations like this that start oh, have off. You? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I have well, too. I've had them where the manufacturer has given me the evil eye from across the room because I'll have to ask the question after they give their spiel. Yeah, and I'll say that's great. That sounds awesome. So, can you walk us through the process of how your device controls elements in the room, like the yeah. environment, like say shades and lighting, and and they just look at me like I hate you. Right. right. I'm like I'm no, sorry. No, this I have is, to ask. And this I have is a not from an AV person reselling it. This is from the actual manufacturer right. of yes. that solution telling you right. yes, it can do this. Well, no, they, they, allude, they, they allude. allude that it can do, yeah, it can do everything in the room, it can do stuff, and so I have to ask the question, and, and so that, that delineation is made, because if somebody doesn't specifically yes. ask it, and, yes. and almost in lawyer ease, right. they don't want to discuss how, what the limitation is. That, right. Okay, so well, it, it doesn't things. do everything in the room. It's really good for, for huddles and little conference rooms that are happen to be in the inside rooms of your well, facility, yeah, it, it, but the second where I have to talk to a room partition or mm-hmm. uh, lower the shades and adjust the lighting in the room or anything like that. Right. You're looking at a whole different UI just for that little aspect of right. it and it sucks. And, and I think what it that. is is that they omit. It's more of, it's more of it a is. lie of omission. Sure. Because you know what? If you use their pack, they're kind of like, this is our prepackaged, you know, yeah. conference room, you know, room. Mm-hmm. Uh, this control system can control everything in there. It's like, yes. But the second you Veer away from that, where all of a sudden it's like, hey, well, no, it's like this room is too big. I can't do. Di- I don't want to have little, yes. little square discs on my table. Right. I want to use, you know, a Shure nine t- MX nine ten. Uh-huh. You know, I want to use other technologies to improve because my room is too big. 
to treat it with a sound bar. Yeah, technically, you, know, you shouldn't like even have your solution in this room. It should be right, tubeless right. projection or right. you know direct right. view LED. Exactly. But right, they've signed off on it. They're right. putting it in. We're just trying to make right, it exactly. work better. But, but when when the customer went through the sales spiel, of why they should use this company versus uh, anything they just else? Leave that part out. They, yeah. they they're like, yeah, and with our controller, you can control the rooms. Right, right. <laughs> They're, they're not doing the... You can control a, the very specific little part of AV in that room, right. but not the room. <laughs> and it's actually gotten to the point, so back, I, I was, there's a, a law firm that's uh, around the country, that yeah. multi, multiple locations, and the head AV guy for, or technology guys for that law firm was uh -huh. based, I think, out of DC or somewhere. I forget where it was. But, Sounds uh, right. Well, this manufacturer had an office, their demo the uh, showroom, like a couple of blocks from their law firm. Okay, so they, they were saw it. They checked so that it guy, out. It was down. Uh, it was that's where he office. So he saw it. He was totally sold on it. Yeah. And well, you know, they told me that it can do this and it can do that, and I'm like, well, no, it can't. It's like, can you? It, but he fell in love with the interface. Yeah. So it, it got to the point that we literally had to GUI is to, the room. Have to copy the GUI. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot from them. I know on a because what he wanted to do had you know it was like I think it was like fourteen rooms on a floor that they they all talked to each other because they were talking to a servery that they yeah. had a kitchen on the floor that's you know you know big log you know yeah always do lunches and that kind uh -huh. of so they had their own kitchen servery and stuff like that and a couple of the rooms had their own their own space for the the people to you know provide the food and yeah. then a, a little lift. Uh, thing uh, would open up and the food was ready right there and that kind of stuff. So it was a pretty complicated yeah. system. It was oh, yeah. not something that you can control from a codec. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely not. Probably serviced by but the But the guy was group, absolutely I'm in guessing. love with, with the, the function. He was in love with a single, you know, the, the minimal button push and just the look of it. So we have to literally mimic that, but with real functions and extended functions that you couldn't do with that controller. Well, Although, exactly. You probably can part of the problem is the word can. Yeah. Like, I can run a marathon. The likelihood of yeah, me exactly. successfully, because y'all know me, completing a marathon, <laughs> unless there's some bears chasing me. Unless it's two days. Is, I know, right? <laughs> is slim to none. I have zero desire. I'm not my girlfriend, Amelia Variable. I don't go run. Uh, you know. But, yeah, they talk about what stuff can do, right. but not what it does. Right. Our system right. does this. So when they, yeah, when they go again, it's it's a lot right. of omission. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like, and I, actually, technically, on that on their touch panel with their codec, mm -hmm. you can have access to all those features, but they don't tell you that's like, well, then you got to connect that codec to a real controller. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. The yeah, programmer is going to spend a lot of time <laughs> right. bill. trying to integrate it on right. back end. So, so that way, it's kind of like this. I, I like to use, and you do too, the, the car analogies, because almost everybody knows yeah. about cars. And um, so everybody I always think is. about uh, think about if we didn't all, we didn't all understand what a Tesla car was and what its limitations were, yeah. and, and if people would fall in love with how it looked, oh, oh my God, it's amazing. What we wouldn't say is, hey, um, do you go for very long like cross country drives? We, if that was a manufacturer, you wouldn't ask a question like that. You would yeah. just let them find out later that yes, the car can do that. You just got to rip the, the batteries and all the motors out and put in a real engine that takes gas. And you don't because say you don't that. have enough refueling You just stations. go ahead and let them buy the Tesla. Or, and then, yeah, or, or, you know, you have to get a trailer and buy a generator that you tow with. <laughs> exactly. You leave all that shit out of your conversation. Sure. Yeah. And I get it, right? Everybody wants to, well, not everybody's trying to make 
find the right client. They're just trying to sell. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So they're exactly. just like, we, and it's unfortunate, right? Because yeah, they may make that one sale, but is that your goal? You just want to, you just want to make that one sale or you want to build done. a relationship with that right. guy and have them keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's, there's plenty that do. No, well, and that's that's definitely been a hot button. I think uh, Cisco has opened up their API, and so there are several companies I know that have developed interfaces uh, oh, that yeah. do allow you to expand the capabilities of the Touch 10 panel right. through integration with their API. And that's very non-Cisco-like, so uh, kudos. Right. I it gave is. you a kudos, that Cisco. That tells you how much yeah, write this pressure down. there was. Well, because I, I, I never give them kudos. So yeah. that's huge, you know, that they want to play in the sandbox and that they actually did exactly. this and they understand it's part of an ecosystem. And mm -hmm. I think some of that is maybe that they're they're less hardware-centric. Cisco's kind of like, yeah, we know we're a server and a switch company, but we kind of don't care anymore. We're, we're morphing, you know? Yeah. Right. And so as they well, morph— That's definitely the trend well, is to get away from the hardware. And yeah. that's across the board. Right. Even Crestron, you know, they're going with a server now uh -huh. system. So we're— you know, the program lives in a, on a server and you don't have to have a, you know, wh why would I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a whole bunch of RS-232 stuff. If I have one or two, I'll stick that little RS-232 device on the network also. Yeah. And I'll move on with my life. Why am I, you know, Global putting cachet. in this, this yeah, network? Yeah, totally. Exactly. Well, I have and I own even, devices now. I right. had someone today talking about how hard it was to use a Crestron control interface on a, uh, like an iPad or something and how it's gotten easier. They were fixing to set it up, you know, and there's this new module and how <laughs> yeah. excited they were. Uh, so, man. you know, hey, good for them if that's what they that's need. That's the iPad, what. my pet peeve. Well, I don't like anything. I know Apple. It was the only way. No, it's not, it, it's, there I, was a brief moment in history, iPad, though, where that was your only chance if you, need, if you really wanted a wireless panel. Because yeah. there was this moment, this little window. Yes, yes, yes. 2012. There was nothing really. Even Crestron had part numbers, but yeah. I wouldn't use it. Yeah. Because yeah. this wasn't reliable. Right. Well, what was I'd that? I'd say their newer ones are actually pretty good. I've been yeah, using one right yeah. now. They actually yeah. work. I was like, wow, that's, yay. We're yay, I can say yes right, to, yeah. to wireless like, touch panels again. This works. Yeah. Yay. Well, the, the, I think the problem is, is that the whole iPad brought in is it kind of like, well, I can get away with buying a $400 exactly. iPad instead of a $3,000 wireless. They highlighted panel. like, why am I yeah. paying thousands of dollars for this eight by our 8.4 inch chunk of glass. Well, right. now it's interesting. You know, some people do have really beautiful, these kind of panoramic, large format. Yeah, the AMX pack. Which, yeah. yeah. They look I mean, nice. They're, they're oh, good they do. Looking. They look good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The thing is that even, on, even on functionality, is that your Crestron or your MX touch panel is never going to go, hey, I'm sorry, I can't work today. Somebody has to go log in and get yeah. an update. Yes. And, and that somebody has to remember this password to right. my, my account. They're, yeah. So they're going to have to manage that account. the point right there. And, and not to mention, they come with all kinds of crap software uh -huh. that it's almost Especially impossible Apple. to remove. Yeah. Well, especially Apple. They yeah. all do. With Windows, try to do they all with. do it, but how do they do it? Windows will, will annoy you because it's updating. Right. Apple right. will say, I need to update. Where's you know, Hook me up to iTunes and log me in. And, and you're like, fuck, now I have to take this thing down for a chunk of time right. to make this happen. Well, I've actually got That's to my, my iPad because I hadn't used it in a while. I was going to hook it up and use it kind of like the way Michelle does Like hers. a confidence monitor, yeah. Well, just so I can... Like, Start pouring while we're talking. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's healthy. Well, <laughs> Don't project. Uh, actually, yeah, I was going to use it to, for our show notes, you know. Oh, yeah, But, yeah. but then I, I decided I'd use this machine. Works a lot better. Everybody can see it, whatever. But anyways, and now I can't, 
literally my iPad is trying to send me a text on an iPhone that I haven't had in five years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to as a security measure, so I can get back to my, so I can reopen it. No, I'm going through the same thing. I'm trying to migrate an iCloud account, and it makes me almost suicidal. It's right. almost as suicidal and, as oh, and like, it's Windows like, 8. Oh, you, you can't use any password that you know. And by the way, it has to have a special <laughs> number. 8. Yes. And, you, you know, you, uh. you, you got to, you know, you got to put your finger on this while you, your what? left foot touches yeah. know, another keyboard and, and your phone, and you got to answer your phone at the same time. You got to yeah. three dots. And three, look in you know. a mirror and say Candyman three times in a row. Yeah, right. no, I know. It, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't Right, but it's it, a Halloween issue. Yeah, they have the most <laughs> annoying security features. You know, ba- ba- you know, might be because of their popularity. Yeah, but uh, well, and all the baked in stuff. Right. I, yeah, because they're not looking at it. We're just we want something stripped down, straightforward that just listens right. and does what we tell it to. We're not using right. it as an entertainment device. Right, and it constantly needs to talk to its iTunes account. Mm-hmm. You know. For whatever reason, whether it's an update, whether it's whatever, you know, the software needs an update and you got to log into iTunes. You know, if you don't, it's like, you know, and if you're not an Apple guy, you're not going to have a active iTunes account that you go to right. constantly. Oh, but I you know. will have to, to use an iPad for it as a touch panel. So somebody has to manage it. And in a company, well, the tech guy, tech guys for big companies, they don't last very long mm-hmm. they're constantly moving around because you know hey you know they're a little bit like us they're a little that's bit what, like us you know? yeah, some <laughs> of them have some stick in power yeah some of them do the good ones. yeah but then they you know they think they're going to be buried under the building um you know like my right. buddy at baker hughes and then they get canned anyway right right exactly and so. then ge says oh we're sorry we didn't mean to buy you we're going to spin you off and it's like oh yeah he could have just kept his job and you <sighs> could have had continuity but no right, exactly yeah so, i know it doesn't pay so that management of the device is volatile uh-huh Pain point. Exactly. It's a pain point. Whereas a dedicated, expensive touch panel is not. It is what it is from the day one that you bought it. Yeah. And it's going to do that exact same thing forever until the batteries die or whatever. You know. Word. Because, well, in a small and medium business, it's like, wow, $3,000 touch panel. In the enterprise world of things, and they get used to it. They spend money right. on so much well, that's nothing. Here's to them. the other thing that's too: like, an iPad is something that everybody knows. And everybody knows the value of, and, and everybody knows that they 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 walk. They walk yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Touch panels don't walk anymore. They used to a long time ago, just from people's ignorance. Well, I was gonna say they didn't know what the hell it was. They're like, they would take it. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, and that they looks like home. one of them iPads. I'm gonna take one home. Well, you know what they thought. They take this thing control stuff. I'm gonna go home and I control my system with this. Yeah. And then they get home and realize it's absolutely worthless the second right. you leave the door. Exactly. The only <laughs> complaint I ever had, it was so funny, of uh <laughs> of uh click share buttons moving yeah. was down at NASA. Sorry guys. Really? I know, yeah. Down at <laughs> down at the Space Center here in Clear Lake. And it was like, well, the buttons are always moving from room to room. And I was like, well, yeah, they're aeronautical engineers, and you know, like they're really smart people. And so, I think what would happen one of two things I strongly see because they never like they didn't take them home with them. Nobody's like closing up their laptop, and, yeah. oh, big old dongles hanging off. Oh, what That's do I do hilarious. with this? I'll just put it in my bag. No, I think somebody else would want to join in and they wouldn't realize that the, the dongle was paired to a receiver that's attached to the display. So, they go grab one from another room and be like, oh, it doesn't work. 
and then either they were too lazy or too embarrassed to bring right. it back. Have you ever worked on a on a really secure environment where they have a really strict USB? Um, I've heard about it. No, I haven't. But I've you heard have about to it. Have an actual training session with their IT folks to show that this really? is not a I, this is not a uh, USB drive. <laughs> Technically, it can oh. be. It can be, but oh, that's not nice. what it is. Yeah. You know? So mm. I've and seen, you've people, had to go I've through seen that? people freak out. <gasps> like, oh no 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 no. No, 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 This is not what you think it is. Not storage device. No, there's a USB connection on it. It is not a really cool looking USB drive that somebody brought in here to plant a virus on your on your servers. Have y'all seen a lot more? Quite the opposite. Have y'all seen a lot more USB? I mean, just in the last year, is are your clients USB C? I've seen the same amount of USB. Just is changing to C, of course. Yeah. Well, now it. You know, that comes along with that whole bring your own device wave. Because uh -huh. now, you know, if you plug in an HDMI, get one display and the audio. Uh -huh. That's it. Plug in USB. Well, now you got USB hubs. You, got, you can get up to mm -hmm. three different monitor outputs. Oh, on. I didn't yeah, know I have, that. I have a Dell uh, uh, base station, which yeah. is a universal uh, docking station. Uh -huh. USB-C or USB-3 either. And uh, you can get, you can actually get three discrete monitor outputs out of it, and you know that way you got your USB hub in there. So I that think, way you can plug in your camera, exactly. your, yes. your sound device. You're good that, to go. That, all on that yeah, one thing. that's what with I'm a single oil plug and gas. With a USB. Yeah. What am I? Oil and gas. Uh, and have your network. Here, here's the important part. Has those at every power. operator station. Power and. The nice thing about it, like real it, it usable power. Going back to that security, <laughs> real going, power. Going back to the security thing uh -huh. is that now you can have your secured wired network. Uh huh. Oh, you know, go right into. Go okay, so right into it. Should and, we try and it to leaves find? A guest, gives leaves a guest network for whoever versus you know it adds to the security factor because now you don't have. So should I try to track down the product manager at Dell who developed that product and see what his inspiration was to build such a great product? Um, actually, if he'll give us one. Co coincidentally, <laughs> coincidentally, actually, Jerry's like, I went to high school with him. Let's no. bring him on. No, okay. <laughs> actually, uh, open this door behind me. He's right here. Yeah. No, actually, it, that, that's been around for a bit, and it's not mm -hmm. just Dell. Um, yeah, it, it's that um, Display Link technology that licensed. Ah, okay, so we need to find the display link people. Display link people on. is the on. people who who came up with that USB to video yeah. interface. Okay, all right. Uh, the like I said, the I actually have two different universal docks. The uh, one's a two monitor output, and the, my Dell one's a three, which actually is still in the box. I deployed the other one first, and then I got it a secondary done that Christmas gift. Nice, but it's still, it still is um. Tricky to um, extend, by the way. It's finicky. Was, it, it is. It yeah, is. be careful. Do do shop staging. Play oh, around yeah. with that thing. Don't just, just show up on site. With well, oh, this is component what we pieces can kill yes, it if yes, they don't there, meet there, a certain specification. There's very specific things. Like I was, uh, I was doing a room with a uh, adapter DVO, uh -huh. and Biamp will tell you. You can extend the signal, but you have to use this extender. Right. And, it's a, and it was a USB 2 extender, but it was a very particular where that chipset uh -huh. worked with their with their data stream. Yes, it's funny the how active that electronics. No, I know, because I've had plenty of extenders where if they didn't have certain active electronics, yeah. 
It what no bueno, not gonna work. And not right. just any to. active. It's weird. You have to just try a few, and then you'll yeah. find one that really works, and then just make that your standard. Yeah, yeah, then you live man. by that. Yes. It's part of your right. Bible. So it's almost like like uh, HDMI extension back, you know, back when it was new, eight years ago or whatever. When you know, or when 4K came out, I was like, oh, you know, yeah. How are we gonna extend 4? I know uh, 1.4. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, well, this is good, guys. So, I think we need to ha- we need to have a call. We're gonna have a call for guests. We're gonna come up with some guests. Absolutely. We're gonna we are gonna we are gonna be changing up our format a little. We're gonna be inviting people into uh, the Purple Den, which we we we've always had that open invitation. Just now, we're starting to get people to respond, which people is great. People are shy, and so yeah, they yeah, right. They well, need I mean, to be I can pulled see, out. We're we're, we're so intimidating. I know, right. Well, Michelle is. I know. I need to yeah, stop. She has a reputation. I'm an AV Uh-oh. bully. Whoops. I know. I'll, I'll dial that back. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, we are. We're, we're going to have but, guests yeah. on. Keep reaching out to us. Keep giving us ideas for new shows. Yeah. We've and appreciated all the I don't even outs. mind people doing plugs. I mean, I like learning about new products. Heck yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not a manufacturer rep anymore. So I used to be inundated not only with the manufacturers I worked with and, and like all this great knowledge about what they're doing, obviously then you're obsessed about what their competitors are doing, right? Because you're trying to compare and contrast right, exactly. and value prop. And now I'm just an AV idiot. Like I don't, you know, I feel like I'm a little right. channel. I'm walled off. That's why I wanted to go to <laughs> ISC. So I could be right. like, tell me, tell me what's new. And even some stuff that had already Shipped. I mean, I went by some booths and I'm like, why isn't this in the booth? <laughs> like, like I'm some AV know-it-all, right? You know? <laughs> and I'm like, you should have showcased this. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't in charge of booth design. You'll have to come back later. But I'm like, no, no, this is a great product. And you're finally shipping it. Why aren't you showing it? So, uh, but we will be inviting people on. We want feedback. We want participation. Um, I'm Ooh, uh, Michelle was destroying things breaking, in the studio. I'm breaking high end servers. Uh, we're also going to be recruiting sponsors. So if you yeah. want a sponsor, uh, we're going to start a, a GoFundMe account. You don't have to be an AV company. You know, we, we've offered several times to have certain liquor companies. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, rum would be rum. if you're a rum manufacturer. What do they call that? You're not a manufacturer. What are you if you, you make rum? A distiller. distiller. A distiller. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely, we'll, I think we'll we plug your that. product. We'll we'll go. We'll see if we can get Glaciers or one of our local distributors. Right, yes. actually, and and if you're just you know manufacturer, manufacturer's rep, whatever, you know, hit us up and you know we'll arrange something. It's like we want to know more. We'll you know, do honest reviews. We're just three individuals who happen to be in the industry and for we a don't long know time. everything. I mean, we've been at it for a long time, but we don't know everything. Well, there's always so, more to know. Yeah. There's yeah. always more to know and more products to you know be exposed to that we may not know about. And even if or, we know it, we may not know it from a certain angle that you have a perspective on. So Exactly. You know, we yeah. don't know all the all the case, you know, all the use cases, whatnot. So. Yeah. We can even make it just virtual happy hours, you know. We'll connect there you go. Absolutely. Zoom. That's basically what we're doing right now. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> we're all in the same room because that's how we roll. We were all studio stuff. All right. Excellent, guys. Excellent. Um, Well, we'll be talking to you on the next one. And thanks for listening. And we hope to get some feedback. And we won't push it as much as bad. (laughs) uh, Anyway, take care, guys. guys. Have a great one. Thanks. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.